After 483 real estate marketing consultations, thousands of classes, tens of thousands of finding answers to questions, eh, you tend to learn a thing or two. So today, we're going to give you the best of the best. Here are 10 ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. Mr. VoiceOver, tell them what they're listening to. Welcome to the Influential Real Estate Marketing Podcast, where agent entrepreneurs come to learn how to generate and convert more leads by using the latest in technology, social media, and lead generation systems. Here are your hosts, national speakers and veteran agents, Amber and The Rook. Hey guys, today's episode is being sponsored by Sphere Influencer, the single most effective sphere marketing strategy and system to build relationships and get more referrals than ever before. Now you can get more information about that at GetSphereInfluencer.com. All right, so I've talked to a lot of realtors, a lot. And in the <laughs> decade that I've been helping real estate agents and my queen's been talking and helping people improve their marketing online lead gen, you know, we've got to learn so much from these amazing people. So we compiled all of our notes. Uh, mine were digital. I uh, just thought I'd mention that. And with the help of my queen, we're going to share the 10 ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. So let's go. Oh, hey. Hey, I just wanted to quickly mention, if you are brand new to this podcast, we wanted to say thank you for joining us. Right? Welcome. Welcome. And um, we're a newer podcast. So if you like what you hear, we'd like to ask you a favor. Would you go inside of a real estate group or your office, maybe it's a Facebook group, and share the podcast with others? We want to, uh, you know, our mission here is to make a difference and help real estate agents reach their greatest potential. And if we could just help uh, share this gift, it would mean so much to us. It would. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Por favor. Por favor. Okay. So let's talk about this. It's, it's, it's always kind of good to go back, look at notes, look at all these ideas that we've, uh, we've had, things that have worked uh, for a lot of realtors, and want to pass it on to you. So I just want to dive into this. All right. So first thing, first way to instantly uh, improve your real estate marketing is have a different message for each section of your database. When it comes to marketing, you're going to have a better time talking to someone uh, if they understand and are receiving the message correctly. So I want to talk to you guys about Apex Legends. It is an amazing Xbox game. And you're sitting there going, I don't care. Exactly. You don't care because I'm talking about something that you don't care about. <laughs> so I, so it's about, so I want to break down the database. And, and babe, you talk a lot about this, is that the database can be broken up into Mets, not Mets, newly Mets, and then inside of your Mets, you have your VIP. Well, you, your Mets is your sphere. Your sphere, yeah, exactly. And and that we did do a podcast about this a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So if you need us to really break it down, go listen to the CRM episode that was just, what, two to three days ago. I, I can't even remember. Yeah. Um, but keep going. What I was saying is that when you are doing your marketing message, please don't blast out a marketing message just so that you'll have something out there because we're told that, well, you got to stay in front of these people. You got to stay top of mind. So just hit it with everything. And it, it's not working. Mm-hmm. And, and we know it's not working. In fact, I talked to, I talked to so many realtors who have no expectation of people replying to their emails. And I think that's so scary because email marketing is still one of the most effective pieces of marketing you can be Shoot. doing. I am guilty of that. For years, I used um, Market Leader to send out like automatic newsletter 
um, I don't even know what they said, to be honest. Like, I just said it and forget it. And I was sending it to my whole database, the same message. Yeah. And I never expected for anybody to reply. You know why? Why? It's not because I'm a negative person. It's because no one ever had replied. So then I was like, well, that's normal. Yeah. But where was the red flag to me? Like, that shouldn't be normal. <laughs> You know, that you're doing, you're sending marketing and no one cares or ever replies. So what I mean by different messages, and I'll just give you probably the easiest example, is that whenever you're sending the messages that have you on them to people who don't know you, that to me, in my, in my black and white opinion, just needs to stop. Hmm. Like if it's say, all about you. It, yeah, because I don't know you. So... And so the pieces that have you on them with the power pose and, and the awesome, you know, the, you know, with the big background in the back, those absolutely will work to your sphere. Because they know you. Because they it's know catching you. catching their eye. There's, oh my gosh, there's that Amber. That recognition. Oh, look, there's Amber. But when you were sending out pieces that have you all over them, or if you're driving traffic to landing pages that are completely emblazoned with you and your team and how awesome you guys are. I don't care, or I'm fearful that you're going to try to sell me, so I'm not going to fill out your opt-in. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not saying you shouldn't have your name. You know, the National Association of Realtors in your state is going to have regulations of what Absolutely. you have on there, so this is not a black and white statement. What he is saying is, of course, your branding has to be on there so they know who you are and what you do, but is the piece about you, I think, is what you're saying. Because yeah. it's not. it shouldn't be about you. It should be about something valuable that that... that that they want to hear about. Yeah. So that's number one way to instantly improve your real estate marketing is to have a different message for each section of your database. Now, before you move on, mm. I think the easiest way to think about this is, and I was guilty too, why are we sending the same thing to our sphere, which is our Mets, that we're sending our not Mets? Now, here's why I say that. Would you go to a party and talk to somebody you know the exact same way you talk to a stranger that you just met at the same party? No. You know, I might walk up, hey, girlfriend give them a hug what's going on da, 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 da. if you walked up to a stranger with that same message how would that go over they'd be looking at you like what is she doing right it's uncomfortable but yet we do it in real estate all the time so yeah. i think it's just that adage of we we don't talk to everybody the same in real life so why are we doing it in our marketing gotcha okay number two uh, 12 pieces of follow-up for every lead. Every new lead. Yeah. Every new lead, 12 pieces of follow-up. Now, typically, I'll admit to you that I was doing eight mm. most most of the time, yeah. what I call an eight by eight, which is one thing a week for eight weeks, or if it's a brand new buyer, one thing a day for eight days to saturate them up front. Um, but why are you saying 12 would be a better idea? All right, because all statistical information coming from the NAR, from the TAR, and pretty much every marketing piece that we see in our industry, 80% of real estate sales happen somewhere between the 5th and 12th contact. Right. So even though a lot of them are happening around 5 or 8, some of them aren't happening until later on. And so what you're just saying, if we do the 12, we're blanketing the safe zone, right? <laughs> exactly. So if you're sitting there going, okay, that's amazing. Um, what do you mean by 12 pieces for every lead? Okay, open houses. You got to have 12 pieces for open houses. You know, every every lead source that you're going after, there should be 12 pieces. So I want to break this down. This is and by no means uh, the thing that you should do every single time. But I just want to, get to give you a guideline or a jump start into how you should kind of break these pieces up. And the reason why is because you're dealing primarily with people who haven't met you yet. Whenever you get a new lead, they don't know you. 
Um, and so what they would be considered in the marketing world is cold traffic. So we want them to be part of our sphere, which is hot traffic because that's the easiest to convert. So I'm geeking out here, but how do I get someone from cold traffic to be hot traffic? How do I get someone who doesn't know me to know me real well in 12 pieces of follow-up? And I say 12 pieces of follow-up because it could be email, it could be video email, it could be phone calls, it could be video texting. There's a whole lot of different ways to come after these people. Now, let me big picture why before you detail it out. That's, that's why you're so awesome. <laughs> that's why I make a good pair, babe. Is because if we meet a new lead yeah. and we just throw them onto our regular database list where they're getting one thing a month, or maybe you threw them on your sphere that they're getting two things a month, by the time they get that next piece a month later, they don't know who you are anymore, right? Because they just met you. And they've also met four other people on open houses. Yeah. You're not the only one they went to. What? The other reason we're doing it is saturating them up front is not just to solidify the relationship before we throw them on the other list, which is one reason. But the other reason is they might have already bought or sold by the time they get their first piece from you if it's a month later. Yeah. Because maybe they are actively looking right now. So it's important to have these put together. Now, don't go all donter on us. We just did this <laughs> last podcast, podcast yeah. last one, where, oh, I'm going to tell you why I can't do 12 pieces. Instead of being a donter, just think about it. You're like, oh, now I've got to stop my whole campaign. I only have eight pieces. No, we're not saying that because imperfect action is eight don't shut it down because you don't have 12, right. but start thinking about what are the other pieces I could do. And Jason's going to kind of break down uh, some ideas for you. Okay. So here, so if I got 12 pieces, I want to break these down. The first four pieces that you should be sending them are speaking to their challenge. It should really shouldn't have anything to do with you at all. And the easiest example I can give you is with, uh, is with parents who've got three kids and their youngest leaves for college. And us being solution-based people are going to go, oh man, I should start sending them pieces about them downsizing. Well, that's not true because that's not the mindset they're in. In fact, according to the latest studies, the first thing that parents think about when their kids leave for college is divorce. Oh, and is, and is, yeah, that's right. That's, that's so sad. But so what you have to understand as a marketer is they're not in the right mindset to receive the message that you're giving them. Now, just to clarify, we're not saying send them, are you getting divorced pieces? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're just saying, don't assume we know someone's mindset. Exactly. So the four pieces should <laughs> be about imagine? them. Are you getting divorced? Are you getting divorced? <laughs> are you thinking about divorce? Because in our minds are like, that's sweet. three transactions. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, uh, that's how that's you turn terrible. lemons into lemonade. Okay. <laughs> What I mean by that is that if you are wanting to blanket an area, I don't know where you're coming from. So my four pieces, and I'll, I'll use an open house because I think that's a, a really relative right now uh, because everyone's looking for homes, is that if you are doing four pieces about them, then maybe you're going, hey, here are a list of the top 10 schools you know, in this area. Here's a list of the top five Mexican restaurants in this area. Hey, here's a list of you know pediatricians for this area. It has nothing to do with you. If someone's looking for an open house, I'm sending them. I mean, imagine that you're sitting there, you're holding an open house in the neighborhood that you want to be you know, established in. Then, man, how cool would it be that everyone who went to that open house is getting piece after piece about that area? And you're actually showcasing you as the expert in an inadvertent way. 
And remember, we're doing it in a lifestyle way. What's the kind of lifestyle they would get by living there? Not exactly. the features, but the benefits. So good. So the first four pieces are about them and their challenge or what they want to know about. And then the next four pieces are still about value, but now it's about you introducing that value. And this is where we can shift from lifestyle to a mix of lifestyle and real estate. So my next four pieces could be, you know, the top seven questions to ask when looking for a home. And I can bring all my real estate knowledge into it. But again, it's still not about me it's about them helping them solve their problems and the challenges and the challenges they're facing Mm -hmm. the last four pieces in these 12 pieces you're sending out now we can shift to how you can help them and we're going to do that with stories hey i love to talk to you about a question that one of my clients who was searching for a home just had and it was this Mm -hmm. and then i go in to figure out and tell them the story of how we as a team or as i as a realtor helped them through that and it turned out to be a great thing oh i love that right formula so recap it quickly for it's like we do this for a living okay so 12 pieces of follow-up for every lead the first four are about them and helping them solve the challenges or questions that they have the next four are about continuing to add value but now we're adding in the real estate component of this and then the last four are about you and how you helped people like them in their situation through a difficult time dang i love that babe that's right? a great formula and i just feel like you should drop the mic and stop right now because that could be like <laughs> we're done because i'm worried that this is so much good stuff that, that they're not gonna be able to absorb it all but you guys know that you can go back and re-listen to this podcast because he's just on number two y'all we're headed into number three dang. and we've already dropped some major bombs how many of you guys are trying to stop the car right now so you can <laughs> pull out some i gotta take some notes on this gotta... and how many of you are like oh my gosh i gotta come up with 12 pieces <laughs> for an open house, for a buyer, for uh, uh, a seller. Mindset. Doer. Don't You're go, a doer. Hey, we're not house donter here. And by the way, you guys, there's really just a few categories, right? There's There'd be a, because an open house technically is either going to be somebody that's going to buy or sell or both. Yep. So you need a buyer follow-up 12 by 12. You need a um, seller. Yep. And then to me, you just need a new contact. Like maybe they're not going to buy or sell at all, but they're a newly met that you want to solidify the relationship. Maybe it's a vendor. Maybe it's somebody you just met at an open house. So I like to have a vendor one too, where we can help each other because they're now my sphere, but you don't have to have a hundred different 12 piece programs. That is overwhelming to think about. Well, it just is a overwhelming. handful. If you think about it, well, how long are you going to be in this industry? You're going to be in it for a while. It's a marathon. It's I, worth it. I didn't say you need 12 pieces by next month. But I will, let me give that statistic one more time because I think it's what's going to make them have the motivation to do this, which is according to the National Association of Realtors, 80% of all sales happen between the fifth and 12th contact. Okay. It's not the first two or three. As a matter of fact, only 5% of sales happen on the third contact. So and 48% of real 48% don't even follow up one time. Right. So this alone, just tip number two that Jason has given you that will change your entire marketing program could change your life. Because if, if, if only 48% are even following up one time, imagine what will happen if you're the last man standing. No one else is there. You win the lead. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. huge. Number three. All right. Now this is a marketing thing, although it could blend into a sales thing. Don't spend your client's money. Hmm. All right. So I was, in, I, was in the, I was in the store and I wanted to, you know, I was looking at buying something and the salesperson came out and started talking to me and he was like, well, you know, we've got this and he's talking about the thing I wanted to get. He's like, but you know what? It's kind of expensive. So let me show you this, this thing that I was like, what, what are you doing? I didn't say that out loud, but in my head, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're in sales. You're trying to talk me out of the thing that I came in to buy. 
And I don't know what that is. And when it comes to our marketing, I've seen a lot of realtors who, hey, I don't, I'm not sure about this marketing piece because I don't think that it's going to speak to my database. I'm like, well, how do you know until you do it? Because here's what you're telling me. Here's what I hear in my head. I don't want to do this marketing piece because I don't think it's going to speak to my database, my sphere, or anybody they know. Can I give them an example? It might help. Sure. So an example is in Sphere Influencer, we have a product where we're helping them with their messages, right? To build those strong relationships. Yeah. And this month's message was about how you can build wealth through um, investing in real estate. Mm. And a, a lot of people were quickly to jump on, and I get it. You know, your brain goes, oh, well, that my sphere is lower income, so this could never work for them. And they instantly decided how they were going to spend their clients' money. And here's the reality. This started working for me in my database. And the first guy to invest, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't have very much money. He was actually in an industry, whether you're a teacher, a police officer, whatever it is that you are, you're doing it because you're passionate about it, not for the money. Right. And so they need other ways to build income or side hustle, we like to call it, to build for their retirement. And for me, I had a single guy who just didn't didn't have the money to go build an entire rental portfolio. But instead of deciding, oh, he how I was going to spend his money or that he could or couldn't still put the message out, you guys, because he ended up buying a duplex for one hundred and twenty six thousand. He lived in one side, started renting out the other side, plus offsetting his side's mortgage. Mm. And that was his first purchase even on a low income. So I love that you're saying, don't decide how to spend your client's money because we, there are ways to get creative to make things work for everyone. And I, and I see this a lot. And I think it stems from the fear that we have of the objection. Like, what, what if they ask me to cut my commission? What if they do this? What, okay. And so- the, Or the, even the fear of them saying no. Exactly. So here's what I will tell you. We don't know until we ask. So the, so the, so there's a lot of assumption going on and assumptive marketing is the most ineffective marketing that you we can be doing. So if you've got a, a, a marketing piece, go, don't go, oh man, it's not going to work because my clients do this. Well, okay. That's amazing that you know so much about, again, the mindset is, you know, so much about all of your database and sphere, which you might, I'm not taking that away from you, but are, do you also know who they know? But have you ever walked, ladies, have you ever walked into a store and I'm like looking at the rack and I'm like, I don't like that. But then all of a sudden the sales lady puts it together with you with four other pieces and a piece of jewelry and you're like, that is gorgeous. <laughs> okay. So be careful to assume if something or work or not work or how you spend your client's money. I love that one, Jason. All right. Number four. Update your email and your phone number. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you want to instantly- so What does this have to do with marketing? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Here's what you have to understand. Everything that you do, everything that you have, everything that you show me is a representation of how you're going to sell my home. And if you come up and roll up to my house and you're like, hey, if you got any questions, you can just email me at aol.com, at yahoo.com, at hotmail.com, oh, at texasroadrunner.net. You can laugh but I had a realtor who had a texasroadrunner.net email and you're like, well, wait a minute, Rook. Everyone knows that email. That's a lie that we tell ourselves daily. And even if they do know it, do you guys understand? This is so important that every little thing, including your email address, is giving someone an impression of something. Right. 
I hate to say it, but I am guilty of judging people who have old accounts. If somebody tries to get my business in any industry and they're telling me they're the expert, but they're emailing me on a hotmail, I'm thinking they are not up with the latest in marketing. They're not up with the latest in technology. So how can I trust them with my money? And that is, it, it's not just millennials guys, but yes, millennials are going to judge you like no other when it comes to that kind of stuff. And how are you going to market their home if you can't market yourself with the latest and greatest? Here's 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 the way that you know this logic is broken because it doesn't work for anything else. So let me, let me show you this case in point. I'll go extreme because I like extreme because it helps you understand things. Um, Hey Rook, I can't I can't give them my my new iPhone number because they have my pager number, and so if I change it, how are they gonna? <laughs> right? Do you see how that? How ridiculous that sounds! How does that doesn't make sense? Rook, they only had the email that I took out in 1993. That's when email first came out. AOL came out in 1993. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. So please. Same as it. for your. At what impression is your phone number giving? Because if you have had the same number forever, which I get it, I moved from Kansas City. Are we okay? Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry. I moved from Kansas City and my started my career in Overland Park, Kansas, and moved here to Texas. And I didn't want to change my number because my whole family and friends for the last, you know, 15, 20 years knew the other number. Well, you guys, if I call someone and I say I'm the neighborhood expert for Allen, Texas, and I'm calling you from a Kansas City number, <laughs> I actually am giving the perception that I don't really think this agent is in Allen, Texas. Now, is that true or not? It doesn't matter if it's leaving the wrong perception. So you can leverage things like Google Voice mm. to get a free business number that forwards to your cell phone and have the best of both worlds. Think of how you can make it work versus why it can't work. Yeah, because the truth of the matter is, guys, is that I only know what you tell me. So if you share your contact information with me, but the contact information that you're sharing with me is actually a second contact information that you have in your phone, and the the phone number in that phone is actually your Google Voice number. I don't know why I'm upswinging like that. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So here's what we have teenagers. Here's what we've got. Exactly. They're (laughs) infecting our brains. Here's where I've got. We need a vacation, I think. Here's the advice and here's the strategies that the top agents are doing is they have a second contact in their phone that is them. And then they put the contact information that they want you to have. So they put their Google Voice number in that contact so that when they're texting from Google Voice or they're calling from Google Voice, I just see it's from them. Again, I only know the information you give me and I'm okay with you going, hey, I got a new email address. And I'm going to say, oh my gosh, about time, Captain AOL. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the thing, you guys. You don't have to change. None of your friends and family from wherever you're from have to know your number changed. They can keep calling that old number. Who cares? But for your clients and your business, leave the perception that you want them to have, which is that you're the area expert, not trying to be everywhere and be everything to everyone. And so Google Voice is awesome, you guys. I mean, we could do an entire class on Google Voice that that it would help you. But check it out. And is there any other thoughts on that one? No, I'm good. Let's go to number five. Okay, number five. Number five, quarterly photo shoots. We are now in the midst of a lifestyle marketing era. Well, how can you start to show people the lifestyle that you want? Now, I'm not talking about the lifestyle of your listings because that's a completely different topic. What I'm talking about is your lifestyle. As the digital mayor, as the marketing expert. All right, so one of the things that, uh, the the 10 ways, one of the 10 ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing is to have quarterly photos. 
photo shoots where you are going to have someone and they don't have to be professional if you're on a budget, but it could be, or it could be just you and a friend and your iPhone. But the understanding of every quarter, you should be doing that lifestyle where you're in the shot or you're sitting at the cafe table, having a coffee in front of that one shop that's right by the neighborhood. And here's the thing, don't misunderstand. We're not saying you need quarterly headshots. No. No, no, no. Headshots, you know that you need to replace those whenever you cannot recognize the person anymore. And you know what I'm talking about. We <laughs> age, we gain weight. You say to a friend, hey, if you had never met me before and you saw that profile picture on LinkedIn, would you be able to find me in the room once we finally met? If they say yes, you're good to go. If they say yes, no, <laughs> got to replace that headshot. But what Jason's talking about in number five is quarterly photo shoots is not the, is not the headshot. No. It's the lifestyle shots that you're going to be able to use on your website and your blog and your Instagram stories. Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, so just be thinking about that. That's a huge way that just schedule them and it's just something that you have to do what i would suggest is it is a perfect opportunity for you to build a really strong relationship with a photographer or really start to understand that man i could have this is a, a an essential piece of my business and i'm gonna go find a guy but just it put it schedule out for the year like get it yeah, on the once schedule. a quarter get those and it's gonna be great you can and do a lot of shots even if you feel silly like we will point at stuff that's not even there just to be able to edit things in you're you gonna think the, about you do the fake laugh <laughs> do the fake do laugh the <laughs> oh my goodness but be sincere and i don't want all of them to be in a listing you guys that's i think one of the mistakes that people make yeah. people need to be attracted to you as a real person as a character um you need to be authentically you and authentic you isn't a hundred percent of time in new listings you're in coffee shops hopefully you're trying a new restaurant in the area that you want to be the expert in sometimes you're with your kids you know like mm -hmm. it's okay that these lifestyle shots are not all at your desk like that's going to get pretty boring yeah. but whether you're doing a quote card whether you're posting about a valuable tip whether it's just something funny like do some lifestyle shots. You need them for all social media channels, for your marketing, it's important. And just think like that casual professional, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, that's the kind of vibe that you wanna go mm -hmm. for, you yeah. know? Do, the, do the, the laptop on the beach. That's always a good shot. <laughs> Which we've never done because we're like, if you're on the beach, like seriously, there's we are no, not There's working. not going to be a laptop no. near me. All right, let's so go. So let's recap though. Okay. Oh, yeah. So far, Halfway. we have number one, because you were doing the top 10 ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. Number one. Is have a different message for each section of your database. Number two. Uh, 12 pieces of follow-up for every lead. And number three. Number three is don't spend your client's money. Number four. Number four is update your email and your phone. Number five. Quarterly photo shoots. Which leads us to number six. Number six. You're going to hear next time. Oh, did oh, you see no, what we did? You're such a tease, Jason. Cliffhanger. We have run out of time. So we are going to make this a two episode in order to be covering all 10. What's the challenge you want to leave them with today? Well, guys, I want to know, was this helpful? Like if you gleam something from this episode, let us know when you write that review. Oh, bam. Hey there. Yep, I just miyagi'd you. All <laughs> right, so what are you going to take for yourself and implement? And which one of these are you going to share with a friend and colleague? Because definitely pay it forward. I love that. Thanks for joining us today, you guys. And if you like what you've heard, remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to future episodes. 
Heck, leave us a review, please. We're a new podcast and share with a friend today, friends that share care. And if you want exclusive content and free tips on the latest in real estate marketing and lead generation, then join our insiders email list by going to influentialagent.com. And lastly, remember that God has given you everything you need to succeed. All you need to do is take action. We'll see you next time. Later, guys.